preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick, cast out demons, simply live the supernatural life. That's what every Christian is supposed to do. Learn how through our program with Teresa Lust Ministries. Hello, my beautiful friends. You are tuned in with Teresa Lusk. This is Teresa Lusk Ministries. I am bringing you just a portion of our freedom segment, all of it based on my book, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. Today, we are going to talk about activating discernment and other spiritual awarenesses. You know, we'd like to invite you to go to our website, TeresaLusk.com, for more information about our ministry, who we are, what we believe, and that you would sign up for our newsletter so that we can get some tools and just some encouragement into your hands. But we are going to get started again. We were talking about activating discernment and other spiritual awarenesses. You know, discernment is something that is called a gift in the Bible, meaning a grace, a grace of the Holy Spirit, an ability of the Holy Spirit. Um, and some people are very naturally inclined to discernment. It's actually really, really amazing how you can talk to people and look back at their lives of even when they were children, that they could feel a presence around them in the room, or they could feel something about someone that was not quite good, um, or they could even feel and discern and see angels and so many mysterious and wonderful divine things. And so discernment actually examines the person or the atmosphere in the spirit or, um, or what someone may be bound by, whether it be a, a spirit of some sort, or maybe, um, something good when someone is good and they are um, a person with love in their heart things of that nature discernment is it'll reveal to you what is at work even uh, not not um, you know whether whether it's a it's a, 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 a again a positive thing a negative thing discernment is amazing I actually love discernment I can tell you even from my own life as I look back into my childhood when I was a young little girl um, I used to be very sensitive and uh, you my family could attest to that because they would say yep Teresa was quite the crybaby <laughs> actually is what people uh, you know often labeled me as because I was very sensitive some of that was personality and some of that was actually discernment that as I look back I'm able to filter through the spiritual eyes why I was the way that I was and if I look back at certain situations and life experiences I can tell you that I could feel the presences in the atmosphere um, very very often and I could feel mostly I became aware of, of uh, or now that I'm an adult I'm aware that a lot of what I was discerning was actually not good it was not of God and it was not good and so discernment will allow you uh, to really see what this what the natural eye should not be able to see it will allow you to discern what the natural eye should not be able to discern uh, to perceive what should not be perceived except by the Spirit of God or 
except by the gifting, the inclination, the grace for this thing that we're already born with a lot of times. You know, my daughter and I were having a conversation yesterday. I was reading a book by this amazing woman of God and she was talking about discernment and some of her own experiences in her life. And she was talking about how before she even gave her life to Christ, she already was experiencing these things. And I have been convinced of that for so long because I know that even before I was able to um, give my life to Christ and be aware of my decision for him, I was already operating in this discernment, which people would say it's the gift of discernment. You know, uh, the gifts of God are irrevocable. The, the way that he, he gives you something for his purposes. And so I just know for a fact that so many people have seen and felt and perceived and understood and heard and smelled and tasted so many different things in the spirit. And so discernment allows you to really understand that. Um, you know, the thing about the church though, the church body is that when we talk about discernment, uh, we only talk about it for things such as perceiving darkness. And, um, and that's one of the things that this, this preacher was talking about, that so many people just focus on darkness. And it's true, uh, it's actually very true that it's really easy to perceive darkness and, and not be um, looking for the good. But there are some things, you know, have you ever run into a person and there's just something about them. A lot of times that's exactly the verbiage we use. We'll say, I don't know what it was about her or what it was about him, but there was just something about him, something about her that just felt so good, so sweet, so loving, so accepting. Well, often you could be uh, discerning the Holy Spirit in them, or you could just be discerning the spirit of that person. You know, people do have good, they are either good or evil in their spirit. There are times when you've run into somebody and it gave you chills, not in a good way. You met somebody and there was something about their spirit and it just made you go, mm -mm, I don't like, I don't know. He or she didn't do anything, but there was something about them that made me feel chills down my spine. Um, anything, whatever kind of, of verbiage that you would use to express that, but that is discerning of a spirit. And so it's a powerful tool, my friends, in deliverance, in the freedom and deliverance ministry, which is why I'm talking to you about it, because you need to really uh, receive and, and, and understand that discernment is information from the Holy Spirit to our spirit and natural mind that provides us direction on actions to take. You know, because of discernment, I've stayed away from certain people or I have made a path for a relationship with that person or organization. You know, um, I'll give you an example of some of the things that I'm able to discern and uh, they're, they're very, um, uh, very, very interesting because a lot of times when people are not discerning, when you're not able to examine the person or the atmosphere or the spirit, etc., cetera, uh, you know, if you're not awakened to it, 
you may not see what is you may not see what is uh, linked to it so for instance sometimes um, there are there are movie movies that will come on to television and nothing is a nothing is is visibly wrong you don't see anything wrong necessarily you don't see anybody uh, getting murdered or anything of that nature but there's something about the movie and it feels 100% or let me rephrase you can feel that while the movie doesn't have violence or necessarily a sexual um, content or part in it but there's something about it that feels godless that is discerning the spirit of the movie in other words that person who created the movie produced the movie wrote the movie they could have been god haters they could have been atheists um, they could have just there was no anything of god in them now i know that some of you who've not experienced discernment may say Teresa, where do you get that there's no way how do you even know are you judging how do you judge that somebody didn't even believe in god just because you know there how do you explain that you know i can see how the mind will want to make logic of some things but the truth is that to discern you don't you're not going to discern through the logic first you discern it in your spirit and then everything else follows the senses follow um, and so it's important to know that there are some things that happen i'll give you another example of where you can uh where i have personally i'm sorry where i have personally experienced this i i've gone to a particular store a, a, a retail store and during my shopping time you know they have the the music and you've heard the music my friends there is something godless about the music once again they're not talking about anything inappropriate necessarily but i can feel in the spirit that whoever wrote produced sang it put it together whoever those which are over that music production were either godless people they, they didn't believe in god or they wanted nothing of god in that music or etc and so it's amazing at how much discernment can uh, can really open your eyes to see and understand. Well, my friends, if you just tuned in with us, you are listening to Teresa Lusk Ministries. I am your host, Teresa Lusk, and we are talking about activating discernment and other spiritual awarenesses. We're talking about this out of my book, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. And I'm just talking about the, the need for discernment when you are doing freedom and deliverance ministry. And so I encourage you to go to our website, TeresaLusk.com. Would you please um, check it out, sign up, subscribe. We want to get some resources and blessings into your hand. Subscribe to our email list. Um, check out our different videos. If you subscribe to our YouTube page, you'll find other content that we have out there with preaching and teaching and devotions etc uh, the podcasts even more of this freedom segment because this is a lengthy this is a lengthy uh, um, uh, topic 
because I am trying to cover as much as possible for those who read and those who listen. And so go to our website. We can't wait to get connected with you. Also, if you feel our ministry has empowered you, equipped you, set you free by the power of the Holy Spirit, then we encourage you and invite you to give to our ministry to continue to help us make our work possible. Just go to TeresaLusk.com and click on the donate button. And so my friends, we're talking about uh, discernment and how powerful of a tool. You know, you can actually enter into an organization and sense the different types of spirits that rule and reign in that home or in, excuse me, in the, in the places and in the home. And so, uh, for instance, I've gone into a um, Christian organization where um, there have been several spirits that were operating. One of them was a pretentious spirit. It was tied to money and it was tied very much to, um, you know, what do I look like to you? What kind of perception am I putting out to you? Once again, I, I have to clarify that this comes out of discernment not out of a judgment spirit, but it is possible. I've seen many, this is the downfall of the discerning person, that discernment, if your heart is not guarded and filled with love and compassion and grace and forgiveness, it is very easily to discern something through an evil eye or an evil type of view of something. And so, if you are discerning, I encourage you to ask the Lord to deal with your heart, to show you any kind of hidden and secret sins and habits and perceptions and interpretations, things of that nature, because discernment, once again, God's not going to, he's not going to take those gifts from you um, because his word said that he wouldn't. But if you're not processing any, if you're not processing these things, through his heart, it's nothing but criticism. And so please know my heart. I'm not saying this out of criticism. I don't badmouth uh, these organizations, etc. I actually really uh, feel hurt. Uh, I feel the, 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 um, the Holy Spirit on the inside of me grieve when I hear other people um, just being very critical of other organizations and preachers and things of that nature. You'll probably hear me say that a lot if you're listening to my content. Uh, but I will say that discernment is discernment and we cannot justify it and say you're just being critical because we don't like the discernment. If, 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 if we don't like how someone just discerned a thing, it doesn't make it not true. And so I have gone into, and I was just giving you an example of that organization where it was ruled by money and it was ruled by uh, pretentiousness and cliques and things of that nature. And that's just how that is because uh, those, those kinds of spirits with those kinds of assignments, they, um, they work together. So different kinds of demons work together and that's what works together for this, for that kind of, of organization. It's very partial. It's very cliquish. It's very selective and um, it is run by money and it is run by uh, pretentiousness. And so that's one thing that you can discern. You can go into someone's house and uh, discern if they truly have sanctified that home and made it the Lord's. You can feel it. You can feel the absence of God where it's so cold 
and it's distant, even if you're the one who's carrying the spirit of the living God. You know, and some people, one of the things that I've heard people say is, you know, that's fine if these things are this way, but your job is to be the light and bring the light and bring, that's fine too. Bringing the light, being the light, bringing the love, bringing the compassion does not negate that that place feels like a godless, cold place. And so that's why discernment is important so that you'll know how to pray, so that you'll know uh, how to help, so that you'll know uh, whatever the Lord is assigning you to do, it's important to discern it. And so um, those are some great things to keep in mind. All right, so I wanna talk to you about, so now that I, let me backtrack. Now that I've talked to you a little bit about that you can discern a, a spirit that's operating in an organization and a spirit that's operating in a place or person, by the way, let me let me just add a little bit to this and, and just tell you that you can actually discern good things. I said it from the very beginning, but I want to remind you, you can discern good things. You can discern the spirit of a person, the loving spirit of a person um, and things of that nature. So it's not just discerning evil, but because we are talking about freedom and deliverance, we want to make sure that we speak to you about discerning these presences. So, um, feeling the powerful, unexplainable presence of God through the Holy Spirit is my favorite thing to experience in this entire world. You know, I love feeling the presence of God. There, I actually fight for it um, on behalf of other people because um, we are in a world where the Christians in large numbers look like the world. They look like the world, they blend in with the world, they take on the, the habits, the cultures, the, the media, the um, sometimes even uh, you know political beliefs that don't line up with the Bible, uh, so many things. And the truth is that because of that, those who um, they feel like they have to be the the guard of the presence of God, they'll often say, well, those people, all they want is an experience with God. All they want is to feel his presence. So no, as long as they're not living right, they shouldn't um, have the experience. Well, that's like saying that just because we get in trouble with our parents that we don't deserve their embrace. And I am, I'm in, you know, our ministry are four words that define us holiness, love, freedom, and power. Holiness is first. We are holiness preachers. We believe in it wholeheartedly. But I also know that God does not withhold his love. And so while I want these people who think that they can live like a devil and then come into the house of God and, and, and mock that while I don't agree that that's okay, um, I also know that God is graceful and his, his presence, his mercy, his love is really to compel you, to bring you into a relationship with him. So his presence is my favorite thing ever. And you feel that through the Holy Spirit. And so in a deliverance session or ministry time or what have you, one presence you will feel without a doubt is the presence of Jesus through the Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit himself right there making himself manifest the presence of Jesus. The, the, the loving presence of Jesus. And so one of the things that you'll be able to discern is that presence. 
Now I can tell you, hey, here's here's here are some things that that you can definitely know that the Holy Spirit's manifesting himself, but I don't like to put God in a box. So I can tell you some common things that I have found um, that really uh, let you know that the Holy Spirit's there, but it's not it's not the only things. But definitely one of the ways that you know that the Holy Spirit is there is by this warmth, kind of airy presence that just descends on you. And it's, it's very um, warm, uh, it's, it's cozy, it feels protective. Um, a lot of times it feels electrifying, you know, and so um, you'll feel it descending, but it has a, a um, like a blanket feel to it. And so that's one presence. And it's funny because the angels, the good, God's angels, also kind of feel like that. Um, and so, so a lot of times you really have to pay attention and go, okay, is the spirit of the Lord or is it the spirit of the Lord manifesting himself or is it angels? Um, it, it feels a lot alike, but it's not the exact same thing. One of the things about the Holy Spirit is sometimes you'll even feel like a, like a sleepy heaviness over you. Some people feel a tingling in their hand, uh, uh, chills, you know, etc. And, but it's always a good thing. And then discerning um, angels usually also feels like a descending airy thing but you feel it you literally feel it um, just come down as if they just came down from the heavenlies like they, they've been just watching over something or they've been on assignment in the air and then they come down it's actually quite an amazing feeling and you go well how do you know this Teresa how do you know guess what you practice knowing it and so once it happens once you ask you you, you ask yourself whoa what was that and you realize that was not normal that was not natural and then you run into another situation maybe through your a deliverance ministry moment and you feel it again and then you start to question you say well I know what the Spirit of God feels like and that was not the Spirit of God but that was not evil and then you start asking the Holy Spirit what is that and he begins to train you and tell you that that is the the angels descending it's the coolest thing ever and so uh, you need to know that because one of the things that happens to me is when I'm meeting with someone and we're having a ministry time and I'm about to start praying for them because I, I've also done pastoral counseling and so those two kind of mix a little bit uh, sometimes I just have to teach people how to how to live out life right some basic life skills really um, and then but then you bring in the deliverance component because you know that there's demonic oppression and demonic activity and so the moment that I set my heart to pray and the moment I say okay let's pray all of the sudden I feel the presence of the angels descend well guess what the spirit of the, the spirit of the living God was with me that whole time so the presence that often makes itself known right before prayer is the presence of the angels now let's talk about the presence of the demons before i move on let me just invite you to go to our website teresalusk.com 
please subscribe to our email list. We would love to get you some valuable resources and videos and blogs, things of that nature, offers. We'd like to keep you updated, let you know what's going on in our ministry. And so go to TeresaLusk.com. Follow us on social media. If you just go through the different social media outlets, you will find us under Teresa Lusk Ministries. And if you are being blessed by our ministry, please go to our website, TeresaLusk.com, and click on the donate button. And we appreciate your giving ahead of time. And so my friends, so how do you know when the, the demons are in the room? Well, let me just say you will know. You will know because they also, interesting thing, depending on, so they all have different ranks and hierarchies and things of that nature, but a lot of them will make themselves known or, or they'll, they'll descend from the air and you'll know it because it just feels dark. It feels cold. Literally, sometimes it would, the temperature will change. Um, and sometimes, depending on what their rank is, you may actually be able to feel them, feel certain ones uh, even more than the others. So one of the experiences that I've had is when people who are, who have had something to do with the occult, with witchcraft, things of that nature, new age, anything that, that is not approved of in the word, uh, where it be, may it be that they're practicing yoga, horoscopes, um, white magic which they tried the, the enemy tries to tell you that white magic is good there's good magic and and bad magic but it's all it's all evil go to Deuteronomy 18 and read it um, any kind of fortune telling thing um, sometimes crystals and um, I mean there's just so many uh, spiritual healing um, abilities out there uh, there's um, uh, witchcraft that's very saturated and in specific cultures, uh, false false worship uh, through denominations or that look like they're Christian but they're not. Um, there's so many different things out there, and so when you deal with people who've given themselves over to that stuff, you will often feel those devils behind that because you're about to get those people set free, and they want to let your their presence be made known so that they can keep them in bondage by giving you fear or intimidation or make you sick or block you or cause confusion, things of that nature. So don't be fooled by it, my friends. Just be aware. In deliverance is important. It is important to know um, that, that um, there will be presences in the room. We're dealing with supernatural things. But the mightiest presence that's over all the presences is the presence of Jesus manifested through the Holy Spirit and that's the, the the presence that I want you to focus on as a believer we don't want to enlarge the enemy's um, presence when Jesus already defeated him and I've worked with um, deliverance ministers before and they will make the devil look really really big and Jesus really really small and sometimes even just because you talk about deliverance, people will accuse you of making deliverance and devils seem so big and Jesus so small because of the finished work of the cross. But that's not at all it, my friends. There are still some people who, who will die tomorrow, go to heaven, and yet they are in bondage here on earth. 
when you give yourself over freely to many things, sometimes there are some residues. Were you forgiven for all of that? Were they forgiven? Absolutely. But forgiveness doesn't always mean that stubborn demons are going to just pack their stuff and just leave. They're defeated. It's our job to find out uh, who needs deliverance and help them be set free. I believe that in this season, as of this time of this recording, which is uh, May of 2020, uh, I believe that there's a new wave of deliverance coming. You know, years ago when I first started uh, learning to do this, uh, deliverance was a big thing. There were so many deliverance books, etc. And then it kind of it kind of moved into another season, which held mostly uh, the prophetic and worship. But we're moving back into the deliverance wave, and here it comes. So be prepared. Your job is to set people free. Well, my friends, I'm going to pray for you. I pray that this segment um, uh, really did encourage you, empower you. Uh, these are tidbits of information, but they do stir you up. They are made to stir you up. And so once again, we invite you to go to our website, TeresaLusk.com, and become a partner. Subscribe to our email list and follow us on social media. Well, Father, we bless you today for this amazing time that you've given us to equip and empower in truth. I pray for my friends, God, who are listening, God, that you would stir up their spirit, that they become activated, Father. One thing I know is that when I hear a truth and I pair it with my faith, it activates. I pray the same for my friends, that they would not lack a good thing that they need for this season of being utilized for your kingdom and your glory. And God, for those, Lord God, for those who are suffering, and need deliverance. We thank you for, for visiting them in their location right now by the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen.